0: All right, welcome to another episode of Aaron Calling. I think this is episode 6,000. 6, 6,000th episode where two <laughs> friends call each other to talk about music. Yeah. And and Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries.
1: Oh, I started watching the first episode today.
0: It's <laughs> we almost magical. started watching it last night. The UFO one? Uh. No, Uh, maybe maybe it wasn't the first one then. Well, no. So like, you know, on Netflix, when it has like the preview, you know what I mean? Right. And it starts playing, which drives me insane that it was a UFO one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think I I might have selected this or maybe Ozzy just hit it with his finger. I'm not sure. (laughs) But I was like, oh man, let's just, I'm just going to launch into this thing. And uh, I got like halfway through. It was like a disappearing spouse one. It was classic Unsolved Mysteries for sure right. like right. it was like but there is no I mean I'm gonna be
0: there's no know, real narrator
1: no there's no host yeah. there's no Robert Stack come on Yeah. I need that overcoat I need him to I walk know. out of, from behind a I train know. for I some know. reason
0: and yeah. be like here's what crazy stuff is about to happen and bro tip line. maybe the last episode is the Unsolved Mystery of what happened to Robert Stack <laughs> Be so good. <laughs> It'd
1: be so great if something did not happened. See
0: that coming.
1: It'd also be so good if like they actually uh like revisited some of the old Ooh. cases. That would be good. Like our yeah. great the great scary Circleville Ohio. Uh, right. well, yes. Oh. oh Circleville Ohio. <laughs> Robert Stack.
0: Oh man, that's uh, so
1: great that's so great. yeah i'm glad it's i'm glad it's back it needs
0: it needs to be back all the time well there's only one way to jump from that and that's to transition into other things being back and that her friend correct the thing that is back is the band hum bring it yep it's true every middle-aged white man <laughs> That, likes that was a snort. That got a independent, snort. Independent music. <laughs> Literally ran around their house screaming like a little girl. Oh, uh, last, last week? or was it, I, I'm lost I think on it's time. only been like a week. And it feels like <laughs> okay. it's
1: been 16 years since they put that record
0: out. <laughs> and... Literally my phone was just melting. It was like the yep. busiest day. <laughs> and it's like I stopped. I was on like a conference call and my I got an email and it just said Matt Talbot. <laughs> it was like new home record. And I literally just stopped paying attention and just immediately <laughs> went and ordered it. And then the text uh, just started coming. Like new home, yeah. new home, new home, new home, new home. Oh my gosh, yep. oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yep.
1: I don't know how I didn't i think i was outside maybe with the dude and we were playing when you sent me you just dropped me the link just like yeah burp, here it is i was like oh well I know what i'm doing now <laughs> here we go now i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and order this yeah um yeah it is uh it's real good it's great <laughs> it's real good it is uh I mean I know i said this i think in one of the many conversations about it but I feel like it it has a it's like if you if you took and this is not true for every song on the record, but I feel like as a whole, if you took uh Electra two thousand and you took yep. downward as heavenward and you acted as though you'd prefer an astronaut never actually occurred. Yeah. That's like closer to what this record is. Like yep. it's like it's like expansive like downward is heavenward, but there's more like of that like original sort of quasi, sometimes there's like almost metal things yeah. happening. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's, it's it, great. It feels heavy. Yes. It's, it's, it's big in all the ways that home is big, but it's like, there was like a controlled thing about astronaut that yeah. I don't think this, this doesn't it does, and it doesn't
0: feel like that, I guess is what I mean. So like, I, I hate the term, like, prog rock or whatever, because I right. think of, like, Jethro Toll and, like, right. people King wearing Grimson. green. Yeah, <laughs> dancing. I don't think the King Crimson really is prog. Well, maybe I do. But, like, but well, okay. So, like, no, hold on. Before we say that. So right. I think of, like, you know, you tend to think of, like, these, like, little, like, you know, guys dressed in green playing flutes. With, sure. Like, jazz rock bands in the Shires. Yep. I don't know.
1: You mean and, Gisettel?
0: and so uh you know but i think if you take the word that sort of progressive word and you lean that over towards like a king crimson or a right almost like a tool even like this album kind of fits in that like it just feels like it just feels heavy and not like in like a heavy metal just like thick and heavy and like 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 you're traveling through space, like like <laughs> gravity is pulling on you heavy. You know what I mean? Yes. And
1: I I still stand by uh that one song. I think it's Step Into You. I yeah. think his name is song. Still sounds like in the best possible way, sounds like a blue oyster cult song. There you go. It's like it's You like, gotta it's... stop
0: texting people B O C though. Nobody you're the <laughs> only one that uses that acronym. I've been on <laughs> multiple texts now with you. Including my own, where you say BOC, and we all have to send a question mark, and then you're like Blue Oyster cold. <laughs> so I'm just giving you the heads up. You're, no, no, it's you're, fair. Your you're not the only work. one who sent me that back. Like, okay. What, what is what that? That's what I'm saying. I've been on the other ones where like, they what? have sent it back.
1: Like, nobody knew about BOC. Come on, now.
0: You Come even on, put it no? on Brett Miotti's Instagram, and he was like, who? Yeah. He texted me later and
1: like sent me a question. He's like, you, so you really have to explain this to me. I was like, I thought you were kidding with me.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I almost commented on it, but I was like, "Well, I don't want to seem like I'm beating up on Ford." <laughs> That's okay. So the album, well, by the way, is called Inlet. We didn't even. Yeah, we should that. probably talk about that. <laughs> and it's on polyvinyl, which is like the perfect makes total sense. for that. it's awesome. Yes, it's great for everybody. I feel like. Yeah, I love the fact that like it sort of just came out of nowhere. There was like, there's like no hype. It's just none. It came out of nowhere. It completely fulfills. Everything you would expect the next, the new home record to sound like. Right. You could obviously pre order it, but then you're like, like I actually pre ordered the vinyl copy and then I was like, ooh, I just went ahead and bought it on Bandcamp too. You know what I mean? I was, it was like eight bucks. And I was like, I'll buy the digital version there. Right. And just so I can like stream it at a little bit like higher res or whatever. Right. And, and it's like just so great because I feel like we're getting a chance to like, love it and then like the record comes and then you're just like it's kind of like yep. when I got Downward is Heavenward that reissue in the in the mail and I was just like I like this is like a this is like a moment that I'm putting this on right the turntable to listen to through like my sound system that I've been building the last five years is almost meant for this record that's kind of like <laughs> right. exactly how I feel right like, about how this one will be when it when it comes around um, right so I thought that was interesting just sort of no fanfare. Here it comes. So, yeah, I have a question for you. Are you ready? Yes, hit me. Hit me. All right. Why? Based on the sound of home records. Yes. Why does Matt Talbot not produce more or engineer more? Uh, I I'm going to ask you to answer for him. <laughs> yeah, Uh, I don't know him. I get the feeling
1: I, I'm going to say I'm going to say this. And I have no bearing and or reason to think this other than I well, I don't know. I don't know why. But like, I get the impression he just that, doesn't want to. Yeah. That either A he doesn't really want to or B that like
0: it's like his thing but not his thing. Like he's really good time. at it for hum, but like he just didn't wouldn't want to like extend yeah. it to other people.
1: I guess so. I mean, he's got the studio, and yeah. I mean, I guess other people
0: record that. I mean, he did that Hope's Fall record with Parish Crew. Yeah, but that was a 100 years ago. And but no yeah, I feel anybody. like I
1: haven't ever heard...
0: No, I actually looked it up, like his producer credits, and when I would say that was a 100 years ago, I don't mean that, that right. bad. I just mean that it's been that long, like really, since right. he's produced something else. I mean, what was the last thing? Do you remember? No, I don't. I mean... I and that's that's looking up online. Like I think on Discog, so it may you know there may be right. some missing missing things. But I think if most bands had him produce or engineer whatever you want to call it, they would be touting that fact. All right. I'm saying is, it just feels like th- like if I were in a band, I would seek him out. That I would want that <laughs> sound. But maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe he's like, I don't want you to sound like him. Do you know what I mean? So maybe right. that's part of it. But right, even. There's just something about how big he, how big his records sound. I think that it's right. almost like I think a rock band would just like you would want that big, that you know that largesse, if you will, um, yes. in the production. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people uh, don't really want that. But I just imagine you could drive to like the cornfields and stay right. in a stay in a Holiday <laughs> Inn for. 90 bucks a night and make it right. a gigantic record you know i feel but. like i mean possibly
1: one thing is and and you and i saw um many moons ago yep um and i still stand by a statement i think i made even that night which was i feel like they got the, the sound of that band got bigger as the show went on. Like yeah. I f- I, it felt louder at the end than it was at the beginning. I have, yeah. again, I have no reason to think that that actually happened, but yeah. it's how I experienced it. Like I was just like, I don't know what they're doing, but they're melting my brain. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. uh I think that sound is hard to get I, when i say that sound i mean the sound of a hum with like it's even kind of the same thing with like smashing pumpkins even it's like that sort of super layered guitar world which yeah. sounds like 30 guitars and it's probably like three but they yeah. just did it the right way um is really hard to like nail and i think a lot of people could easily go into a situation and be like, we want to sound like, we want you to do the thing, the yeah. um thing. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. And if your tones and all your gear and all that is not like kind of pitched towards that, yeah, it's not going to, it's not going to work. It's going to yeah. be like, okay, this sounds like a crazy person did this yeah. <laughs> too. So, I mean, there is, there is a that's thing about that sound that's like hard to, hard to nail but yeah i don't know i don't know i also kind of get the impression that maybe he he's not a, a super like i'm gonna be the most personable guy on earth and like really go and just do this thing this producing thing like stick my neck out there to like get jobs and all that you know well
0: yeah i get that i get that but i just think i would just be i wouldn't even expect that i would just i wonder i guess when i'm I guess, I'm, I guess my I guess my rope wire band's
1: not going after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm curious if <laughs> yeah. no, and
0: maybe they do, and he turns them down. Like I just yeah. wonder if fans would just be like, "Oh my gosh," you know. But again, to 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 all of our points, you know, may just be that nobody really wants to sound just like that, and maybe right. he sort of nailed that sound and not interested in sort of right. developing other ones. I don't know. Well, do you have? If, uh, I, is
1: there? Oh, sorry. Is oh, there? No, go ahead. Is there anything this is just just for my own personal is there anything any critique you have of the record
0: the new one No but that's also because it came out in a crazy week and so Right. Honestly I would turn it on and just sort of lay on the floor and stare at the ceiling <laughs> and just sort of right. let it wash over me. Yep. Um so I haven't I haven't really picked it apart. Um, yeah. to me a hum record is sort of like You're so excited it's there. It's like it doesn't really sink in for like a year. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And also, too, I think I listen to a lot of hum when I'm driving, and I'm not driving a lot right now. And so I've made a couple little little errands, you know, and I've put it on, and I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. But this, (laughs) this is like a this is like, I got to drive home from Ohio at night and I just put this on and just zone out. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, while driving, but, um, so no, no, no critiques yet. Um, I, you know, it feels like, um, you know, I guess I would go back to like, it feels a little proggy in the sense that the songs are long. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and all that, I think I jokingly said in a text, like, this record should be sent to space and played on earth to defeat COVID. (laughs) Right. Right. It Um, is the germ smasher, the germ smasher. But, um, but yeah, no, not nothing quite yet. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I can, I can attest to it being good to put on early in the morning while uh, doing baking. There you go. It's, it's really good for that, except it might not allow, I think I said to one of the texts, it didn't allow any of the bagels to rise at the shop. So <laughs> it, it crushed them all. Saying. So, um, heavy. I think my only, the only weird, and this is just the, like, I haven't listened to it in the last couple of days, so I could listen to it again and this would not affect me at all. But the only thing that I was like, Hmm, interesting. It was, it's not even a bad thing. I feel like there are some moments where they do the, like, sort of like halftime, uh slow down that is like a very metal proggy sort of thing to do where you like take the the meter of a song and like cut it in half and slow everything down and it gets like real heavy uh i feel like that was not a th- not as much of a thing for them to do before like yeah you would and if they did it you wouldn't see it coming and on this one, interestingly, again, it's not a bad thing. It's just there's a couple times where I was like I was totally expecting that and they gave it to me. Yeah. And, like, it's just it took me by surprise because, like, on, like, Downward is there's I feel like there's a few times where it, like, it felt like it was going to and then it wouldn't do that. And you're like, yeah, I like that they didn't do that. They held it out, you know. But then this time it's like, no, they just, (laughs) they just, they just went. They're like, no, we're sending you to the bottom of the Grand Canyon now. Here we go. You know, that was the only thing that I was like, it's it's cool. It's cool that they like, they didn't just go, we're going to make X record part two or whatever. It sounds like they, you know, I mean, they've spent, apparently a long time on this record so it was time well spent and they like really tried to like do a thing and it's really good anyways
0: yeah i 100 percent agree also (laughs) and this will play into a little bit of one of my recent purchases but um like i'm just double checking to make sure i'm not wrong here right i kind of also like the like there wasn't really like a million different versions there's just like one 180 gram black like 2lp and that's it right right you're like oh sweet you know what i mean so um i don't i don't know i i probably sound a little because i buy different things you know what i mean i probably sound a little um contradictory there but i just thought oh wow that's nice you know what i mean it's like cool right I i bought the same record that everybody else is getting like I didn't really go for the t-shirt bundle, but that's just because I'm not really at an age where t-shirts fit like I want them to. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. Um, but, you know, like, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was just like, eh, here it is. Nice, nice and easy. So
1: such a great such a great surprise. It was a great surprise.
0: Yes. Um, so speaking of surprises, do you want me to yep. give you my surprise over oh, here that yes. I haven't told you about yet?
1: I feel like I'm like setting you up for all these things and don't even mean to, but yes, no, go great. ahead. You're, uh, you're, <laughs>
0: you're you're my you're my Ed McMahon. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Sir. So I, uh, a couple weeks ago, went to that garage sale where they. Um, I've been buying records from a gentleman for, I don't know, probably six or seven months, and then I turned to my work friends on to him and they've oh, been yeah. buying records from him. And so he kept telling us he had about... 4,000 records, and they were trying to sell on them. So we kept saying, Well, let us know. We'd love to come and look. And so he finally, they're moving. And so he said, You guys come look. Like, you know, we'll put everything on the back patio. Everything's three bucks each. Great. So we went. I bought like 200 records, I think, or something crazy. <laughs> I went back. Tw- I went back the second time and bought a bunch of stuff. But the first time I was there, I had my huge stack. I had multiple stacks all across the room. Like, it was me and uh, one of my friends who I work with, and like, He was like, which one is this your stack? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, that's my stack, too. And he's like, well, what's that one? I'm like, that one's my (laughs) my (laughs) stack. So uh, I I pay for everything. And then the lady says, hey, in that corner, there's there's a bunch (laughs) of records. And they're like, she's like, they're scratched and not really in good shape. I looked at them and she was like, just they're free. Just take them. So I'm I'm like, well, I'll go through them. So. There's for, always a corner, kids. Remember, there's, that. Always, there's a always a corner. So, I bought for my birthday uh, uh, with my birthday money. I spent I think it was about 300, 300 bucks for yep. uh, this Record Doctor Six machine or something. Yep. And it works really well. Like you put liquid on it, and then you it's manual, but like then you turn a vacuum on, and it it kind of sucks the dust right out. And man, I found records that I thought were trashed, and I've cleaned them on that thing, and they've played fine. So I was like. Yep. Hey, can't hurt. I'll go through these and look and see. And I didn't take them all, but so I'm going through. And so I pull some out, like there was a Zeppelin in there and some other kind of really random ones. Um, and I, I haven't gotten around to cleaning them yet, but there was this one and I pull it up and I'm like, this is the weirdest album cover I think I've ever seen. And it's like flesh colored. And there's <laughs> a guy on the cover in a gray wig with eyes with a lot of mascara around it, smiling, laying on the floor, covered in paint of the same color. And I'm like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and above it, and it says felt. And I flip it over, and I'm like, the first line is felt, genius in the raw, primitively beautiful, this is felt, past tense of feel. But then I start reading, it says, the driving force behind this group, which comes from northeast Alabama, is 17-year-old Mike john mike jackson m-y-k-e and i'm like oh this is from alabama and it's weird looking i'm taking it yeah so i'm going through records this weekend and i noticed i'm like wow this is weird this is um it's on nasco n-a-s-c-o which is distributed by nashboro records which is like one of my favorite like gospel uh soul gospel soul labels so i was like well that's weird and it was recorded right here in nashville so i'm like oh that's kind of cool So, I look it up on Discogs. The last copy of this sold for $900. (laughs) Stupid.
1: (laughs) Stupid. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And you walked out paying zero. Yeah, I got it for free. (laughs) And I'm going to guess you probably put it in the cleaner and it plays
0: like a champ doesn't play like a champ it plays oh, okay it's a little scratchy i don't have ai right. definitely don't have a 900 copy also it was funny one of my sons said it looks like somebody put a giant coffee cup on the on the top there's a ring like it was almost <laughs> stored weird you know and it got right. like a little bit of moisture or something on it yeah. so but i read through the discogs sold and copies in this condition sell for three or four hundred dollars all day Jeez. long I'm like, what? So I listened to it, and it's actually pretty – it's like side two is a song called The Change. It's 10 minutes and 10 seconds long. <laughs> and it is – it's just sort of like blues rock, like kind of psychedelic, um, just kind of cool. Well, then I look them up. It turns out they're from Huntsville, where I grew wow. up. There you go. So I was like, oh, man. So I'm obviously keeping it because it's like right. there's just too much cool – personal ties to it or whatever but like what are the odds like so i sent it to my i sent it to the guys who were with me at the sale and they were like of course they hate me you know they're like oh right one of the guys was like how did you know to pick that up like it didn't i was like i just it looked weird (laughs) right why would i not pick up a flesh-colored album cover with a dude on it looking like that yeah, I got to text you this picture. I'll text it to you when we get <laughs> off. It's so weird. So, and the other thing is, like, uh, it's actually been reissued. So, um, so it's actually available on streaming services, which is kind of cool. So Nice. It's, and it's just called Felt. F-E-L-T. Felt. That's it. And, check it out. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty fun. What um, year was it? 70... Uh, I think 71. Don't hold me to that. Like, gotcha early 70s or right around yeah. in there somewhere but um what's funny is this is the same guy that i got the 13th floor elevators record from right which was worth like three or four hundred dollars so i was like this is crazy <laughs> like what 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 are the odds like so yeah and that's stupid that is there's uh, only one available for sale on discogs and i think it's 2222 dollars jeez jeez is it two thousand or one thousand? I can't remember.
1: Oh. It's crazy that there are records that get that. I mean, it's like you know, comic yep. books or whatever. Like that, you get you get a thing that is that valuable. I mean, no. well,
0: here you know, they're so like ten thousand
1: dollar guitars, and you're like, why is that guitar ten thousand dollars? Like, well, it was made in 1953, and there's only like five of them ever. Bah, and you're like, yep. okay. <laughs> Who's gonna okay. buy that?
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was nineteen seventy-one was when it came out. Um, there's one for sale for two thousand twenty-two dollars and forty-seven cents. I don't know how they uh, came up with right. forty seven cents. Uh, the push-up. lowest the lowest ever sold is one ninety-nine, median is Three ninety nine, and then the highest is nine hundred and two. So, and it, you can kind of see the sales on it. It sells probably about twice a year. Do you know what I right. mean? Right, but um, I don't know who spent nine hundred dollars on that record. But it's probably like,
1: Mike Jackson himself buying yeah. it all
0: back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably just. I'll take that one. Yep. So crazy. I'll be back for you next year. <laughs> so ridiculous. Uh, but like, I
0: I told the boys about it, and they were like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "I know." <laughs> And then yeah. they were like, well, how much are you going to sell it for? And I was like, I don't think I can sell it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did get it for free. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. And all those records I bought, I've already, uh, you know, I bought duplicates of what I had and sold enough now to where I, I've, paid all those off so I'm just nice. sort of like this is cool and it's a cool record to listen to like if it were something awful I'd be like yeah' I'll let this go but yeah it's if it's from Huntsville and then they recorded it here and all that it's like this is too perfect to keep so that's my that's my $900 free record story <laughs> uh,
1: well speaking of things <laughs> that cost a lot of money or yeah. a lot of monies uh, band camp Friday was Friday. Yeah, that's true, and I think we both spent some money. <laughs> yeah, I, um,
0: yeah, I, I've, I feel like I've spent more on other Fridays, but, uh, right. but I definitely, you know, I mean, I can on those Bandcamp Fridays, I at least spend a hundred dollars easy. Like it's just, it's too easy. So yeah, and if for anybody who doesn't realize,
1: uh, every first Friday for the last. Three, four months? Three Uh, bandcamp. Three months, yeah. yeah. Bandcamp has been uh, taking all of their fees that they collect from what the artist gets paid for music that's hosted on Bandcamp and sold on Bandcamp uh, away. And so 100% goes to the artist if you buy it. Um, And of course, then artists, some or a lot of them will donate whatever monies they get places to, but it's a good way to support the peeps that you care about and want to yep. help out and hope that they keep doing their thing. Yeah. I bought 11 and things. <laughs> nice. <I doubt>
0: <laughs> two of them were just dollar singles, so that doesn't really count. Just digital yeah. only. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but. Um, Did you get anything four, crazy good? One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I got this. Um. Well, I got. I'm still on my Chris Forsyth kick. Oh, yeah. You got that new one? Yeah, I got the new one. I don't really know nothing about it. So I really know very little about all this stuff. I just kind of go through and find cool stuff. I got uh, a record by Mulatu Astake and Black Jesus Experience. Yep. I listened to that. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, Mia Gargrit, which is kind of cool. She's a pianist, but she kind of made like this ambient record with like, a bunch of sound clips because she's like, if I remember this correctly, she damaged her vocal cords. So she oh, found wow. a bunch of like pre recorded things to kind of like drop in. That was kind of cool. And then I got the Chisa Years, Hugh mm-hmm. Masakella. Oh, yes. Um, Delvin Hugh. Lamar Organ Trio live at KEXP, which is a cool jazzy thing. Um, nice. And then I, I really like that Noveller that uh lady the young lady guitar player she's an Iggy pops band um, oh yeah yeah yeah. she uh, I actually already had a copy of I already had a digital copy of her album arrow but um she put like a special blue version out so I bought it and then um, Candace but no I yeah Candace by uh, no wait <laughs> it's a, it's a band is called Candice. it's like three three young ladies and the ba- the records called ideal corners mm-hmm and i got that one too and i did buy that this will destroy you <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> album that they wrote for their la it's literally like they wrote it for their friend who owns a restaurant in la so they actually have a song it's just called dining room and it's like 10 minutes long and then they have one like called like entry <laughs> entryway it's like 4 minutes or 2 minutes or something like wow it's just really kind of out there ambient stuff so yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: nice yeah i got uh I got, I almost got the uh, Chris Forsyth thing. That sounds, the new one sounds really cool. I listened to like a couple minutes of it, but it's like, basically like they hadn't, they were going to do an improv thing and decided that the only way they would do it is if they literally didn't talk to each other about it at all before they got on stage. And then they just get on stage and just go. (laughs) <laughs> and so it's like literally them improving for like uh, i think it's like a f- it's i don't know 40 minutes or something like yeah, 20 minutes each yeah. shot or something like that yeah. but uh it, what i listened listen to sounds real nice i have of course i texted you this but since gotten uh your recommendation of his all-time present record and it's, it's
0: so good
1: it is really good and like i said di- diving into his history a little bit, a lot of it makes more sense when you connect the Richard Lloyd, like he studied with Richard Lloyd dots yep. and all that. I like, Oh yeah. Okay. There's the television. awesomeness. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I did get, uh, I got a couple of tortoise records. Oh, that's um, smart. Yeah. I got TNT cause it's on this cool, uh, clear, like splatter vinyl thing. Oh. And, uh, their first one um i got uh that hand habits record uh that i sent you placeholder i've been meaning to get that for a long time um a couple of uh facts records lifelike and void moments um which have you heard them i have not yeah they're it's it's real good it's like very Chicagoy. I think they may be from Chicago, so that's probably not <laughs> too far out of the realm of possibility. Um, but it's like it sounds very like, like dark, Chicago like like kind of dark rocking Chicago touch and go world of the nineties. Um it's really good. Uh more kind of kraut rocky than uh jammy if you will Wait, um you got
0: the so tnt you got the 2lp version yeah like clear with high melt black and white yeah that's... i am literally gonna buy that while we are recording <laughs> my podcast yes that is that is i,
1: was like, I had oh, no that's... idea that existed but that is fancy <laughs> that is wonderful
0: okay yep. keep going thank you uh, thank you for your <laughs> contribution
1: <laughs> you're welcome uh and then i got uh Two by Les Amazones de
0: Afrique. Oh, I'm uh, glad you said that, not me.
1: Yes, it is uh, a group of three ladies um, who they've got two records out now. Um, both, wow, it just started playing. Um, I think they're both on real world records, but uh, I know for a fact this last one is. Um, it's like it's kind of like what you might imagine. Uh, Oh, I don't even know. Maybe like talking heads. It's like talking heads ish, but like actually African. (laughs) (laughs) If that makes sense. Like it's like Afro poppy, but it's like, it gets, it gets, it skews more towards like R and B for like a little while. And then it'll go like super, like, uh, jazzy and angular and weird um yeah. it's really good uh they have a, like a lot of a lot of guests guest vocalists coming in and out so they'll build some hip-hop stuff in there and then their voices are incredible so there's like a lot of crazy harmonies and like uh unison singing as well nice. um and then finally uh this record i've been hearing a bunch about it's called record is called Untitled and in parentheses Black is by Salt S-A-U-L-T. Oh, uh, I bought that it's so yeah. good Yeah it is did ridiculous you
0: get, Did you get the LPA I, I couldn't I couldn't handle the shipping so I just got the digital I did I, get the, I got the, I got the the record Good for you <laughs> I Okay so it's for me it is one well, um okay it's all about the song with Michael what's his name um, uh, oh yeah. Um, Standby, I have it right here. I was just looking at it. Um, sorry, it started playing. Yep, mine did too. It is. Uh, <laughs> this is okay, Oh, Bow bow with yeah. Michael uh, Kiwanuka. Kiwanuka, thank you. Yep. That yep. song is amazing. Yeah, um, the
1: whole the whole thing.
0: Yep. And salt, by the way, is spelled S A U L T.
1: Yes, and it is from the moment you hit play on the first song, you're
0: like, "Yep, I'm done. <laughs> I'm just." It, it is. It is. It's made for the times right now. I mean, it may yes. have been. I mean, I don't know when they started it, but like, I mean, yeah, it it's it perfectly handles all the all the racial tension and everything. Um, yes. um that's going on and um they're they're from the uk i I, you know i don't know a lot is it like kind of a couple producers just i think so
1: i honestly have like i haven't looked up nearly as much as i need to i heard about this record like a couple different places and i was like oh i should check that out and then figured out once again that band camp day was coming i was like oh maybe i should look on there and i was like oh wow you can get it there too i was like i know it's coming from the uk but the lace amazonas record was records were also coming from there so i was like meh, whatever (laughs) um but yeah it's like honestly of all the things i got the salt and the lace amazonas record they're those are like the ones that I was the most excited about just because yep. I kind of been looking at them like, I want to. And I think all the proceeds from the salt record go to like charity too.
0: Yeah. Well, so I bought it on the I bought it on the Friday when Camp were donating all of their proceeds to yeah. NAACP. So uh, I'm not sure what the band also does with theirs, but yeah, that yeah. one uh, it, it I, I highly recommend it um, for people to yeah. check out. It's sort of like this neo soul with like hints of like psych rock and a little bit of hip hop i mean it's it covers so many genres within one one uh one record that it's it's uh it's just great you know highly highly recommended and if you look them up on instagram i think it's just look for sault like all they do is just post like sound clips from the yeah. album i think so it'll give you give you a taste of of what it is but Oh, um, so speaking of jazzy stuff, have you and Bandcamp, have you seen the new and I I'm gonna probably mispronounce it even though it's an easy one, but you know, my Alabama comes out at me. Yeah. You say do you say Roy Ayers or Roy Ayers? I say Roy Ayers. All right. Well you're from Georgia and I'm from Alabama, so I don't know what <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking you. Right. So he has a new album called Jazz Is Dead. I don't know if you've seen that or not. I have not. Yeah. Uh, that was another one I pre-ordered on um, the uh, the Friday with the uh, with the N- sub- NAACP, um, yeah. and there's an LP version. It's with him, Adrian Young and Al Shahid Muhammad. Oh,
1: um, yeah. Hey, was their a group Midnight? Oh, Adrian Young and Al Shahid Muhammad did a what is their record?
0: They did a record uh, together. Oh yeah, I can't, I can't remember I it now. Anyways, no. whatever. Um, yeah, that one. Uh, so you should check that out. Nice. Um, it's yeah. called Jazz is Dead, Roy or Jazz is Dead. So I, I pre-ordered that one. I'm excited about that one coming. Dude, nice. I'm, I am at a spot where between Bandcamp, I mean, it's mostly Bandcamp, but like, right. you know, all these Fridays have been so great to feel like I'm able to, you know, help contribute to people and, and you know, I mean, for instance, I'm selling like the Embraced record, you know right. i sold a couple copies and that all that money comes to me you know what i mean i'm like oh wow right. that's that's really helpful so it's good to know that like when i'm when i'm buying these things especially if somebody's kind of made a record you know what i mean it's like right it's so expensive to press you yep. LP that every every order really helps kind of pay that back so um you know buying these things but my point is Stuff just keeps showing up in the mail, you know. <laughs> right? I don't even know what this says. I'm like, oh, right. yeah, cool. I ordered this on Bandcamp, you know. What I mean, well, and, uh, that's, been yeah. a, that's been a lot of fun,
1: yeah. I mean, as we'll, as we have said in uh recent episodes as well, uh, due to like shipping problems or shortages here or there, like a lot of stuff, like I still haven't gotten stuff from like months and months and months ago, like just because oh, yeah. it's like. You know, it's backlogged or, like, you ordered something through Bandcamp that comes through, like, Sub Pop. And, like, they're, like, on, like, Skeleton Crew, supposedly, or whatever. So, yeah. it's, like, they're shipping stuff out, like, once every blue moon. And yeah. so, like, I'm still waiting for, like, you know, some things. It's, like, I'm not really going to break anybody's balls about it. But it's, like, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. The mail the it. mail is crazy. Yeah, you get it and you're like, What is
0: this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember what this is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you know, this time for me personally has been such an interesting time because it has I've I've had more time at obviously we've all had more time at home and I spend my time usually Um, you know, trying to sell things or whatever. So whenever I'm always talking about buying a ton of records, it's like, you know, I already sent you the stupid amount of records I bought today. Yeah. Um, But I sold a receiver today. So it's like, yeah, cool. You know, like it kind of evens itself out. But to that point, like, I mean, I am ballooning. Like I have, I've already filled up the storage (laughs) thing I bought. Like I need to buy another (laughs) one. And this time is just going to be, it's going to be interesting to sort of look back on it and think about, We, you know, I, I have to say I have to think about, you know, like sort of just sort of like how blessed I am that obviously I'm able to, you know, still be buying things and selling them and still being able to have a job so that I, you know, what I mean right. like that I'm right. able to kind of do all this. So I don't want it to sound like I take any of it, take any of it for granted, but it also feels so great to in turn be able to be supporting artists through Bandcamp and being able to buy stuff and then receiving that in the mail. And then it's such a highlight to get a record in the mail, especially when work is crazy and be like, Oh, cool. And, and to top that off, Nashville just went from phase three to phase two. So we went up and now we're back. Right. And so now stores are having to re, you know, configure things or whatever. And so I'm not able to get to the stores, you know, and, and I'm still trying to stay home as much as possible. And, you know, take precautions so all that's to say really long-winded that you know so much stuff's coming in it's going to be great i'm excited i just gotta figure out where i'm gonna put it
1: (laughs) (laughs) and i guess we would also be remiss in in if we didn't mention another thing that will be at some point coming in which is uh pj harvey announced yet another yep uh reissue The big one for me, for yours truly, Rid of Me and Four Track Demos, uh, coming out in August, I think. And
0: yeah, uh, yeah. what's great is I I had uh, uh, my friend Todd, who runs Vinyl Tap, just literally emailed me. He's like, You want these two? And I was like, Yep. Right. I told him, I was like, just start your little, I like the new Neil Young record I got from him, so it's, yeah. I haven't been able to go get it, so I was like, just start a little Aaron Hartley cube, but just I'll come get them all, like at one, right, one right. full swoop when they all get here, and uh, yep. it'll be it'll be exciting, but um, yeah, no, Mc- I think you said the other one, you know, the other one's gonna come soon, so, you know, it's... Right, uh, I
1: mean, obviously
0: she's keeping up with that timeline that I kind of
1: counted out, which is... Yeah. She has enough to release one a month for a year, basically. So they're dropping one a month.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. But you know what? I think I'll probably get to a point where like they're not going to be selling out, you know, so I probably won't be too stressed out about it. Uh, if right. Take a break <clears throat> one month or something. So,
1: well, I, I can safely say that I I've followed hard through. I guess she put out uh huh Her. And then like appeal sessions record. Yep. I followed all the way through there. And then after that, I I don't know that I've ever listened to a
0: full album after that. I liked I like the one where she's she's in the city. There's like she's standing yeah, in the Yeah, stories street. in the city, stories in yeah, the yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah. I like that one. Yep.
1: That's a great one. And yep. Yeah, it came right before uh huh her uh huh oh, her was okay. like the last like
0: oh yeah that's right yeah uh yeah. uh huh her was so like lo-fi and dirty that it just felt yeah. like an early record
1: <laughs> yeah 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 um but yeah it's uh through there I was like uh, you know and I'll I'll be in probably for all those that block but like after that i'm like yeah, i don't yep. know i just haven't listened to the rest of, like white chalk and let england shake and all that like i'm like
0: i don't know yeah, if they're I good know. or not so well we 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 knew we would gush a while about uh hum and uh, yeah in band camp. so we i think we've kind of said we'd only go through about three of our of our recent purchases. So, yeah. Um, you kick things off because I blabbed on too much about Bandcamp. So, oh, uh,
1: okay. Um, I guess this will fit nicely, sort of, into uh, <laughs> things that cost a lot of money. Yeah, uh, there you go. I got uh, this record. It is by a man named Pedro Santos and it is called Krishnanda. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> I sent you this. It's the cover that has the like gorilla right in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um so it's this Brazilian guy. He was like a I guess he's like a super ace percussionist um and composer, Pedro Santos, and he makes this record Krishnanda that is like I guess he fancied himself a philosopher as well. So it was like a whole lot of like religion and all that. It's all in Portuguese, so it doesn't you know i'm i'm I haven't tried to decipher it yet and there's no like lyric sheet or anything like that It came out in nineteen sixty eight originally uh mr bongo uh oh yeah Mr Bongo's great reissued it like made the artwork like super exact and the whole thing uh a copy of this right now on discogs is like in the realm of that felt record it's like twenty three hundred dollars something like that um, it is crazy.
0: <laughs> it is a
1: crazy, it's a crazy record, but is a crazy, awesome record. They, uh, he like made his own instruments. Um, so like part of it, you're, you're, you're like listening to this record. And you're like, okay, this isn't like so far out there. And like four songs in you hit one of the ones where it like really features his like homemade musical instruments. And you're like, okay, that's a little that's a little abrupt. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but it's really good. It's like, it's very rhythmically dense. There's a lot of drum things going on. Uh, a lot of like, a lot of like Mad Lib, a couple of other producers kind of gush on this record is like one of those records that they like really focus on and have, I think taken and borrowed some stuff from. So, if you find it, I think it's like you know, like a twenty-five, twenty-eight dollar record as a reissue. Um, but it's a Mr. Bongo issue. It sounds great. Um, so yeah, it's good. I got it at uh, Bull
0: City. How How do you think labels like Mr. Bongo finds this stuff? Um, from what
1: I can tell about, and this is this is going to answer your question but in a roundabout way um from what i can tell about a lot of these like reissue heavy labels like they're almost like they're almost acting like archivists in a way yeah and they like just they just have people like a lot of the like you know awesome tapes from africa and uh Ostinato records and all these they like take these crazy trips and like find you know boxes of like dat tapes that people have had like buried in dirt for, you know, or they go to like a war torn area and find this like old radio station who had all these tapes and they like comb through all of it to find stuff that would get lost otherwise, you know? And I think a lot of them just function sort of as a business because they know that there's people like us who will buy this kind of thing. (laughs) And, But also as like a, hey, now there's like a a better record of this thing out there. Like, no pun intended. Uh, But there's actually like a copy of it that's like not deteriorating in the desert or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But it is a, I mean, it's crazy because when you look at all the stuff that Mr. Bongo releases, it's kind of insane. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's always good. Yeah, great, great label. Yeah. I yeah I love it. I try not to go down that rabbit Oof. hole just yet because there's it's too rough. much great stuff. It's rough. Um speaking of uh what do I want to do first? I'll do this one. So actually this I bought actually bought this on Bandcamp for the Friday, the NAACP. But I yep. bought um the Time for Peace is now compilation. Oh yeah. Um on you say it better than me. Luakabop? Luakabop. Luakabop. David <laughs> Burns label. So yes. um, It's a gospel music, soul gospel music compilation. Lots of great uh, bands on here like um, uh, the Little Shadows, the Gospel IQs, the Staples Junior Singers, Soul Stirrers. Mm. Uh, and it's put together by a DJ uh, named Greg Belson, kind of the guy that I stumbled on. On Mix oh, yeah. Cloud, who kind of makes those great gospel soul mixes, um, and got me into that sort of whole sub 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 genre, if you will.
1: Yep.
0: And um, but this is all sort of like '70s era uh, gospel soul compilation put into one, and um, it's it's really good. It's very very timely. It came out late last year, but um, it just sounds. I don't know. Like a lot of the messaging is, is really relevant right now for obvious right. reasons, unfortunately. So, right. but um, but yeah, it was actually uh, I saw it on um, on on Bandcamp, so I was like, yeah, that would be a good one to buy on that Friday. Nice. So um, yeah, I kind of file it in my gospel soul crate. That's awesome. Awesome.
1: Uh, one that I had been waiting on for a little bit. I think we spoke of it one other episode. Uh, the new Shiner. Oh yeah. Arrived. Uh, it's called Schadenfreude, which is German for, uh, I think happiness from the misery of others <laughs> is <laughs> yeah, the name of right. it. It has one of the strangest. I love those dudes to death. Uh, Josh, who plays second guitar is, uh, a good pal. um, this album cover like if you see this album cover and you don't know who this is you're probably like what is going on yeah. there um it's like a crystallized person's head with like a rainbow shooting out of yeah. where the third eye should be anyways um if you know shiner at all uh i think we talked about them early early when we started doing these podcasts um and i think i said something to the effect of like if Hum is like the cool uncle that comes over, then Shiner is like the like crazy, probably drinks and smokes uncle and might get in a fight if you go out with him, uncle. <laughs> uh <laughs> they're kinda like and I think I texted you the other day, I was like, This it's a great companion record to the new Hum. Uh I mean they existed originally around the same time. I think they toured or played a show here or there together. <laughs> Um, same kind of deal, big, huge guitar, uh, rock, um, quite proggy in its own way. Uh, a little bit busier, I would say in general than home in the sense of like things are going crazy. Uh, great drummer. Um, but it is super good. They had problems getting it pressed as a lot of people are having problems getting things pressed. Um, So it was delayed quite a bit, but uh, it finally got here and uh, it's on like a nice like 180 gram, like gray swirl vinyl guy. So it's all pretty. Um, But yeah, check it out. It's really good.
0: Yeah, that record is the other one that everybody's been blowing me up about again after all the white guys caught their breath after hum which you know takes like a week because we're all in right. shape uh that right. that. then all the shiner tech started coming in
1: <laughs> yeah it's pretty it, it's it's like one of those records where you put it on and, like you look around the room like i put it on and i noticed that like stacy was like doing some work on computer or something and like you see even her kind of like
0: bobbing to it <laughs> yeah you're like That's yep cool. there we go gotcha <laughs> So, uh, you may know this better than I do. I've only listened to it once, but um, I bought – I totally jumped in on the repress because it sold out so quick from Light in the Attic. The Eastern Flowers by Sven Wonder. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. that's a good piano on it so i think that might be actually the record label piano piano uh maybe they're just i bet they're distributed by light in the attic but yeah um yeah this thing went super fast the first pressing so i picked up the second one um i don't know how to describe it really at all musically because i haven't spent a lot of time with it but it's sort of like kind of got like a upbeat like Sampley type of Middle Eastern vibe to it, but it's, I don't think it's samples really. Uh, right. I think it's, you know, actually being performed, you know, yeah. um, but there, there's like zero information on this really. Like even the back yeah. is just this plain white cover uh, without out hardly any information. Um, <laughs> but if you're into kind of expanding on sounds, if you will, I grabbed this at the last minute for tonight and then kind of realized, uh, I didn't really have much um, <laughs> much grasp on this as I'm talking about it, but I know the Sven. It's W U N D R, and he's Swedish, yep. so I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Cool. And there's another one too, right? There's I think another, there is. I think there's, yeah, one. there's I think another it's a blue one. Yeah, yeah, it's blue, right? Yeah. So, uh, but I think it's modern, right? Like I don't think this yes. is like some. It's not like some reissue, of like like no, what we were no, talking no. about earlier. Like this is a like a modern guy making modern music. It's really great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the other one, the one that I think I listened to the other one a little bit more first, probably. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it it's more like it sounds like it sounds almost like a Daptones sort of thing, like almost like, you know, like Super Soul World with like some psych weirdness thrown in there. So weird. Yeah,
0: I I would just call it like a world record because there's like <laughs> every possible influence in there. It's crazy. Yeah, it's really it's really good. But yeah, if you look it up, it's Eastern Flowers under uh, and then it's S B E N W U N D E R. Yep, Sven Wonder on piano, 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 piano,
1: piano, piano, piano. piano. piano, piano, piano. Uh, um, <clears throat> all right, so I'm gonna kind of cheat for the last one and also do my gushing for the night. Um, as if we haven't gushed over other bands enough. Um, I have gone down one of my favorite bands, Rabbit Holes, Uh, the Jesus Lizard. That's right. um, Remastered World. Uh, If you don't know about them, I'm sorry for you because you should. (laughs) Um, If you do know about them, then you've probably already gone down this rabbit hole, either digitally or on vinyl. Um, The remasters were overseen, of course, by uh, Steve Albini and Bob Weston um, mastered, I believe at Chicago mastering service, which is Weston's place there. Um, They are yet again, uh, much like the in utero 20th anniversary or whatever reissue. Um, it's kind of like if you're going to remaster a record, then you want it to sound that good when it gets remastered. (laughs) Like they just sound amazing. Like, and it's not, not all the time. Do you get that? I feel like, like you don't always get a record, but it's remastered. You'd be like, man, it's like hearing the thing again for the first time. Um, But these are done with love. Uh, They, they did all the touch and go records. The very first one is like an EP pure. It doesn't have Mac McNeely, who is who was the drummer that I love on it. Um, but everything from head through down is, uh, is, uh, featuring him and them and being awesome. There's like download cards that have like extra tracks you can download, um, as well. that come with everything they, like, you know, there's like, cool photos and, like, little liner notes. People writing about them and them writing about the time, you know, that they are recording and all that, but uh, it has been a fun couple days, like, going through those records again and, like, listening to them and just being like, yeah, it's still so good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I absolutely love that band, and I own zero of their records, right. which is weird. Right. I have uh,
1: liar and show which is <clears throat> a weird one because i don't think they ever actually it was like one of those moments where they didn't really sign off on show being released but it was recorded and like there was i think there was some sort of contractual gimme gimme thing and uh it got put out although i think basically every copy even my copy on cd that i have of show is uh has a big old promo only stamp on it. <laughs> I feel like they like just did it for promo, but <laughs> I know they didn't. Um, but I had those on CD for years. Um, and that was kind of, cause that kind of, those two records kind of cover both all the eras really. Cause show kind of has a little bit of everything on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't have anything on vinyl and I was like, man, for some reason I got a real big hankering for it, and oh, uh, when
0: that when that when that uh, when that hits, it hits hard. Yeah, I was like, man, again, usually a band I listen to in the car.
1: Yes, very good driving band. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, especially if you're like in a heavy traffic zone and you got to like do some bobbing and weaving. Yep, you kind of want to hit play on uh, the
0: Jesus Lizard. <laughs> yep. Did you uh, get a chance to see them ever? No, I never saw them, and they were. They play here like every New Year's Eve, which is really right. weird. Uh It's right. not that weird because uh, <clears> Timmy <throat> Dennison lives here. But um, sure. But I'm all like I'm always out of town, or they, New Year's Eve is like my least favorite night to be out on town. So absolutely. Uh, uh, I have not seen any of those shows, but yeah. I imagine if they keep doing <clears throat> them in the next few years, I'll make it to one of them.
1: Yeah, we saw them. Stacy and I, we were living up in Michigan. We saw them. I think the night before. I think they were playing in Chicago on Thanksgiving day and they like, just like happened to be like, we're going to play a show in Pontiac on the day before. And like, yeah. it was literally like, I think there was like a week's notice. Yeah, <laughs> And I was like, we're going, Yeah. <laughs> we got, I gotta go. I never got to see them back in the heyday. So I need to see this. And it yeah. was every bit, as good as anything that i've seen video heard yep. recordings of whatever yep. it was you know yao was in the band in the crowd the entire time and yelling whatever he's yelling <laughs> um, but anyways <laughs> yes he's <laughs> pyao uh i read a funny thing <laughs> quickly
0: quickly <laughs> <Literally, laughs> that's all it is i love it
1: I will say I'll say this one story and then I'll be done. Uh, I used to we used to make a joke in one of the bands, very first band that I played in, because I was a big fan of theirs. And the other guys were like on the fence, and there was always a joke that he was like singing into his armpit, like the whole time. <laughs> that was what it sounded like. And then I I read some uh, interview years later that was like for like I think Goat that record. Albini, they would do all kind of crazy stuff. It was like Alpini pulled out like all his tricks for that band, basically. Yeah. And like yeah. at one point he would like have like a microphone, like he would tape a microphone to Yao's head and like had him sing like literally into a trash can. <laughs> 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 and I was like, Well, okay, it kind of does sound like he was singing into his armpit. So there.
0: if I ever get my uh i ever get my um my band off the ground in my 40s right um which is so so currently entitled empty calories yep um i would want my voice to sound just like that because you know why not you know nobody's really judging the way it sounds it's really more and really that band is really all about the uh rhythm section and the guitars i mean they're just such a tight like i don't know what's going on, but. When The vocals come in, they make total sense. It's like, yeah, no, like if somebody was singing over this, it would be weird, like it just wouldn't right. work at all. So it's kind of perfect. yeah, I heard uh, Mac
1: Neely say, uh, that at one point they just took uh, David Yao out of the, all of their monitors, they just be like, do not put him in there. He's mm-hmm. like, it was basically like we were playing in, a, in an instrumental band and like yeah. there was a guy just running around. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, because he needed to do his thing, and if we heard him. We wouldn't be able to do ours, so we just yep. like, we're good. Let him That's do his
0: awesome. thing. Yeah. Anyways. The, uh, the last one I'll mention tonight is, because I'm coming becoming one of these completists, is that uh, Starflyer yeah. 59 released a new... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, s- sorry. Starflyer 59 released a new EP called Miami, and I bought it. I... <laughs> I'm a little disappointed because musically it's wonderful. I feel right. like they know that people will pay stupid money for for records now. So it's like a five song EP on each side, same sides. And I think I paid thirty dollars for just a regular black version. I mean like in there they had like a deluxe <laughs> version. It was like Postcards and maps and stuff But it was like right. 60 something dollars Wow and I, Almost almost everyone I know is like Yeah we just bought the black one um, right. Again musically love it um, If for any reason Anyone associated with St- Starfire 59 would ever hear this I would just Suggest that the $30 range Be for full Full length albums um, uh, Not Twelve-inch EPs that uh, repeat on the same side, but um, <laughs> but keep making music, please. I want you to keep making the music. I just uh, that one was a little tough, and you didn't know it. Like I remember, I was at a friend's house trying to order it. and I was like, "Wait, what?" I had like multiple people text me, like, "I'm not paying sixty dollars." I'm like, "Wait, what?" No, right. oh, It's off, It's on sale. And I looked. I'm like, "Ooh, yeah." You know, like that. That's a lot for five songs or whatever. So, um, are they still but, tooth and nailing or no? No, this one was on, um, Velvet Cloud, which, ah, okay. uh, I mean, I love supporting Jeff Cloud and Velvet Cloud and all that stuff. Again, it's just, sure. it, it felt, it felt a little steep for, yeah. uh, for,
1: I thought it was going to be a full length when I first saw
0: the, like the, the no, art. it's called, it's called Miami. Yeah, no, it's just, it's five, maybe six songs tops. Um, hmm. uh, one, two, three, four, five, five songs. And, there you uh, go. yeah, you, uh. You flip it over and you hear the the five songs again. So uh,
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: I mean, whatever. It's fine. I just you know because I'm a fan, I'll buy it. I of just, course. Uh, you know, you, there's a fine line in the uh, the commerce side of, of selling things these days. I think when it comes to to that stuff. So uh, they're definitely not the only band. No, um, that I think has overcharged for some things. But um, I mean, look. Nowadays, I'm buying brand new records in the $30, so that makes sense. Right. But for them, it was like, it's a five-song EP and $30, and then a five-song deluxe edition at $60. Like, right. Uh, and then you put it up
1: against, like, you know, Radiohead yeah, puts like, out, I like, a like deluxe a, OK computer. It's, like, three disc, and it's, like, 32
0: Yeah, <laughs> so I think I got, I think the Roots... Uh, right. uh things fall apart i think it's two lps maybe with a giant book and it comes in a box and all the stuff like all the yep. cool stuff and i think i got it I, I think i got it in the 60 range you know what i mean yeah. but that felt right at that price there right. may be a third there may even be a third lp in there i, I think that's a third um, lp yeah yeah i think there is one so you know as you're adding more records especially I understand paying up but um but yeah I don't know I bought it so they they got me for what it's worth but is uh, it uh soundwise
1: the uh Starflyer that we know and love
0: it's a little more uh breezy if you will yeah um, yeah it's not uh the a lot of his newer stuff is I mean the last couple of records have been kind of more and I have more like a kind of like new order kind of vibe to it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, and uh, but yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of morphed sound over the years. I feel like this is sort of a kind of like, a, you know, it kind of feels like, hey, there's a much we know there's a bunch much people are going to buy records because we, we've been reissuing them and they've been selling out. So let's go make a cool little five song EP kind of thing, you know, like right. nothing too serious. And one song is literally called Recliner. It's about his recliner. So, uh, <laughs> you know. But musically, it's interesting, and I enjoy it, so I'll take nice. it. Nice. So. Yeah. Um, look at that. We're just just barely over an hour.
1: <sighs> we really crammed in for episode 6,000.
0: <sighs> <sighs> I thought like just ran a race. I did, too. <sighs> Well, I feel that way because I ate ice cream and brownies before this, and I've been I've been pacing the room while we're talking, and that's just enough exercise for me to lose, lose to get right. winded. Right. <laughs> uh, sounds like we had a very similar dinner plan. So I have a, you know, I have a lot of friends that are taking this time, um, and you know, um, I don't know. Let's just say they've been going to the liquor store a lot more than right. they normally would. Sure, and. I have just been the opposite. I've just been eating ice cream like there is no tomorrow. I mean, every night, the end of the night, it's like dinner's over. I like I just sit down with my bowl of ice cream. That's all I need. Like I don't, I don't need right. any other release. I just get my little bowl of cookies and cream ice cream and snack away and put on a record and and I'm yep. I'm okay. I'm okay do with you that. thing. Yeah, I mean it, it's starting to show a little in the the belly range, but you know we'll. We'll we'll deal with that postcard. It happens, it happens. It's just more to it's just more to feel when you give me a hug. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's great. <gross. laughs> just just
1: try and reach around. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: All right, buddy. Well, uh, this was fun, and uh, we yes. will. I'll say we'll do it again next week. We've been off because my life has been so crazy, but hopefully no, it's we'll do okay. it again next week.
1: Yeah, of course. All right. Talk to you later. Yep.
0: Bye.